What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sim Pilot Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, flight controls, uh, kind of a companion episode to last week's where we were talking about uh, what uh, flight sims should you buy if you're uh, new to the flight simming community. And in this week's episode, we're going to cover the next step to that. Uh, you know, we're going to look at uh, if you're ready to upgrade your flight controls. Um, what should you look at? Uh, maybe what should you get? Um, I also want to mention that this episode is probably going to come out here on uh, Sunday. Uh, so a little bit late. Uh, unfortunately, uh, work uh, was a little bit busier than normal. And I wasn't able to record this any sooner, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, we got it out there, so hopefully next week you'll be uh, back on track here. So, uh, first and foremost, um, I want to point out that there is a whole slew of flight controls out there for flight simulation. I mean, there's stuff I didn't even know was a thing. Uh, so definitely, uh, you know, the caveat here is do your research on your own. Yeah, look around, see what's out there, and these are going to range in price from you know, uh, twenty bucks up to you know a grand. Uh, there, you know, you're going to have everything in between as well. So, so when I offer like my uh, top two picks uh, for each style, um, these are really just just like the flight sim itself. These are just my opinions um, based on the kind of flying I do. And it's, in my opinion, going to give you the most uh, versatility. Um, you know, there are very specific aircraft-specific um, controls that you can find. And uh, honestly, once you start to get to that level, it, it is going to get a little more expensive because they're, you know, these are just like recreations of what's in the actual aircraft. So uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, just like the simulator itself. It's really just going to be up to you what you know what you're willing to invest in it to to get what you want out of it. So I'm going to start off here with uh, we're going to assume uh, you know maybe you bought a twenty to, you know fifty dollar stick. You, you've just been kind of flying around having fun. You've decided hey, you know I want to upgrade. I want to maybe start using a yoke or a different um, HOTAS setup. Um, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, expand on this. So these are going to be my picks for the top two picks for the yoke and throttle quadrant. If you want to go that route. So my first is going to be the honeycomb alpha and the honeycomb Bravo, which are the respective yokes and throttles from honeycomb. They are uh, they're pretty good. I mean, for what you're getting um, versus what you're going to spend on it, you're getting a lot of features. Uh, I mean, that Bravo Throttle Quadrant has got everything you need. I mean, you've got, you know, a trim wheel on it. you got a whole autopilot panel built into it, uh, landing gear lever, uh, flap handles. Um, you've you know, got accommodation up to a four-engine aircraft, uh, plus you know a speed brake and um, 
uh, flap handles on that for like the airliner setups. There's a lot there. Uh, it's definitely uh, even at the the little price hikes that you do find them at. I think they are a hundred percent worth it. I've changed my opinion a little bit. Now I'm not saying you should just throw your money at it. You know, at the end of the day, price gouging is a terrible thing. So I, you know, hope that you show some restraint. <laughs> you know, don't, you know, just because it's out there for a thousand doesn't mean you should buy it for that. But if you can find it at a reasonable price, even if they are, you know, higher than the retail, I think it's worth it. Um, but only you can be the judge of that when you're making the purchase. For your information, as I've probably mentioned before, they retail around, I think, 260 is what I think uh, Honeycomb was selling them at. Um, somewhere around there. Uh, you know, mid to high 200s, you know. So just keep that in mind when you are looking at prices. And that's for, you know, the yoke and then another, you know, two something for the throttle. Overall, even with the inflated prices, you're probably looking around 700 to 750, you know, for the set. So my second pick would be actually something that hasn't released yet. And that's the uh, Velocity 1 from Turtle Beach. Um, and... The reason I picked that, even though it hasn't released yet, is because it's in the similar vein of what Honeycomb has done with the uh, the Alpha and the Bravo here, and it's a you know throttle and um, yoke set that is going to offer you a lot of functionality, a lot of features. It's very similar. I mean, same thing: trim wheels, you got panels on it, uh, accommodation up to the four-engine aircraft, as well as near throttles. Um, which the Honeycomb does not offer, at least not at this time. And if you're not familiar, veneer throttles are the kind of classic Cessna push-in, pull-out um, throttle setup rather than having a, a lever. Uh, so you got a lot of functionality there, you know, and it's going to work on the PC. Obviously, Turtle Beach is a big, you know, Xbox, you know, uh, console um, company make a lot of good headphones and, and stuff like that. So, but their you know their uh, their throttle and um, yoke look pretty good. So based on what I've seen about it, um, and it's going to be retail for the whole set should be about three seventy, which is going to still be half of whatever you're going to find the Honeycomb um, set at. So definitely keep an eye on that thing and uh, see when it releases I think it was supposed to release sometime this fall coming um, we'll see what happens with that now as far as my kind of what would be my third pick kind of my budget pick um, I would probably go with the Logitech G just because this is again a set for about 170 bucks you're going to get the the, a throttle quadrant and the uh, yoke. Um, they're obviously, you know, you're going to tell by looking at they're cheaper. You know, they're definitely a lot more plasticky, if you will. The throttle quadrants are okay. Um, I haven't, I have the throttle quadrant. 
you know, I have a CH products, um, yoke. Um, and looking back, I, I, I don't have experience with the Logitech one, but I think I would have preferred that one over the CH, um, looking at it. So I would go with that. And since it already comes as a set with the throttles, you know, I would have, I would go with that if you, you know, you don't have the money, um, and maybe you don't have the, you know, time or ability, you know, to save the money. I don't know what the, your situation is. If you're looking to get into something now and, you know, you don't want to wait to save up for it, um, that would be my pick. My advice would be, you know, save the money and just go ahead and go for one of those higher end options because then you won't have to worry about maybe upgrading later. Um, because if you're already thinking about upgrading from just using a stick, you're going to probably want to upgrade again. Uh, chances are you're going to know pretty quickly if you don't want a flight sim if it's not for you. So I wouldn't like do it incrementally. Honestly, you're gonna end up spending more money uh, doing it that way. You know, at the end of the day, if you you spend some cash and you ultimately don't, you could probably recoup that money. You know, selling it uh, online uh, versus trying to sell something that you know by the time you're you know you try to sell it, maybe it's outdated. <laughs> you know, maybe people aren't looking for it. That's just my opinion. Um, but that's it for the yokes and, and throttles. Th those are my three picks, uh, you know, the honeycomb, uh, then the velocity one, and then the, uh, Logitech, uh, system. If you're, you know, you need something on the, on a budget. So those would be my picks. Um, there's plenty more out there. Uh, there's all kinds of different stuff, but that's what I would go with. Now, if we're talking about, uh, you know, a HOTAS or hands-on throttle and stick, this is a lot more popular with the military aviation side of things. My, uh, my top pick would probably be the, um, the Thrustmaster uh, Warthog HOTAS. And again, uh, just like the Honeycomb, you're kind of looking at about 700 bucks for it, um, unfortunately. Um, they've went up in price but not much we can do about that um but that's kind of what they're sitting at and i'm not going to say they're not worth the money the problem is that's kind of what they were released at and over the years they went down and kind of was closer to the 500 mark and now they've they've went back up to their you know their original retail value which is odd um but they're out there and um, they're they're pretty good. They're they're definitely worth it. You know they're, they're worth the money um, if you're looking at something like that. Uh, it's definitely it's a replica of the the A10 Warthog stick and and throttle uh, system. They they do make uh, sticks replacement sticks that are replicate the I believe they do the F18 and the F16. Um, there's nothing for the throttle. It's just the same throttle. There's nothing to replace on it, but that's fine. It's a split throttle, which means you got engines one and two. So you got two throttles technically to use. And, you know, overall it's nice. It's going to have enough, uh, buttons, switches to map anything you're going to need. Um, you know, 
for any military flying as well as any general aviation flying, you're going to have more than enough uh, functionality with it. Uh, as even with the mounting options of you know mounting it as a center stick, a side stick, however you want to do it, there's a it's pretty versatile. Um, so my second pick would be the uh, Logitech X56. Um, and that's what I use. And I would suggest it because I've noticed that if you look around, Amazon uh, still has, it, depending on what uh, like store, I guess, you're getting it from within Amazon, they're actually still sitting around the 230 you know, basically what I paid for it a few years ago. So they haven't jumped in most places that I've seen so far. So you can get away with them. Uh, for about what they were going for a couple years ago. so, And I think they're they're definitely worth that. Uh, the only advice I would give you is if you're going to go with that is make sure you get a powered USB hub. That was a suggestion made to me when I purchased these. There's some ghosting issues if you try to plug them into the, the PC directly. I don't know because I never actually did it. I just went ahead with the advice and, and got the power USB hub. So, uh, you know, it's what, 10 bucks or something for once. It's not a big deal, you know, extra 10 bucks on there. Uh, but I've not had any problems. Um, you do have to sometimes go in and recalibrate it. Um, sometimes they lose their calibration. Uh, it's just something to be expected with them. And also I've had mine for a few years now. So, uh, you know, that happens with age, you know, they wear out after a while and you know, there's not much you can do about it. Usually just going to end up eventually replacing them. Uh, same thing as the warthog though. I think there's plenty of buttons, switches, rotary knobs on them. There's, there's enough, you know, for mapping options for whatever you're doing. And it's a nice generic universal setup. Uh, same thing with the throttle. It's uh, one and two throttles on it. So, you know, you can split them and you know, use them separately or together. It's a pretty good setup. I like it. That would be my second pick. As far as a... And this is, uh, this is actually kind of a nice surprise. So my budget pick would actually be the... Thrustmaster TCA uh, Airbus side stick, and they're on. Um, it says it's the uh, what's the captain's uh, version, I think. Uh, I think that's what it said it was, and if it is, it's saying it's about 190 bucks, which is only a little more than the uh, my budget option for the yoke and throttle. And it's a Thrustmaster, and it's nice. The the TCA uh, Airbus stick is actually really nice, and and the throttle that comes with it. So and again, two throttles. So you know, throttle one, throttle two. A nice. That's definitely a nice budget option. Surprisingly, that you know that ends up being a you know a good pick. You know, I would pick that up if that's what the kind of flying you want to you know do. If you fly an Airbus specifically, and that's the thing you found you like, then that's right up your alley. If you just want to do center stick or side stick stuff, you can make that work. Um, center stick might be a little bit hard. I don't think they make extensions for it, um, but definitely work as a side stick for sure. 
But that would actually be my uh, that would be my pick for a uh, for kind of a budget option because it matches around the same price as what you're paying for the budget options for the yoke side of things. So I would go with that. Um, and I think the stick alone, if say maybe for whatever reason you don't want the throttle, uh, they're like eighty nine bucks, ninety bucks. So you know that's you know that's not bad at all. Now the other side of this is the uh, rudders, you know, rudder pedals. So unfortunately, as far as you know, the yoke and throttles are set up, you know, there's not going to be any twist function. For the exception of the Velocity One, is supposed to have some sort of paddles or buttons uh, built in, you know, to use as the uh, rudders, you know, since it's meant for the uh, Xbox, you know. But aside from that, none of the other options besides the uh, X56 offers any kind of twist grip. Um, so you're you're not going to have any kind of rudder control. And honestly, you know, at this point, if you're going to get a, you know, a throttle and a yoke or a stick, I would suggest just go ahead and get the rudder pedals. It's going to add so much to the immersion. It's going to be way easier to control the aircraft, too. So, rudder pedals. I have the uh, TPHRs or something. I don't remember what they were called exactly. Um... They're okay. They're from Thrustmaster, but the only problem with them is they're kind of narrow. Like, they're they're close together. They're not very realistic as far as how far apart they're set. And that's not a huge deal. If you do end up going with, like, a center stick setup, that could be a little bit of a hindrance because your, your legs are going to be so close together. You know, being able to use the stick left and right is going to be a little bit of a pain. But... They're overall they're not bad. I've got no complaints about them, uh, other than they're just a little little narrow. Um, let's see. So the higher end version of the rudders um, that I would get are actually another set of Thrustmasters, and they're the TPRs. Now they're again you're talking about six hundred bucks for them. But they're adjustable. They've got a very realistic movement. Uh, very realistic to how rudder pedals actually would work in an aircraft. So instead of like a slide, they're they're almost on like a uh, uh, like a lever. They're like kind of a cam. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to explain it to you. Look them up, uh, Thrustmaster TPRs. You can see how they kind of move. Um, it's a suspended mechanism, so it's. It's basically exactly like how they would be set up in real life. So they're, they're very well made. Um, as far as I understand, they're, they're, it's all metal uh, for the most part. They're, it's pretty solid, I think, if I remember correctly. I believe they're adjustable in different positions, so you can make that fit uh, however you want them to fit you, which is great. So that would be my high-end pick. My second pick would be the uh, Logitechs. Um, I don't remember what these ones are actually called, but uh, they're pretty nice. So they're much more wider, set apart, so they kind of are similar in, in that respect. 
that they're going to feel a lot more comfortable. They have some adjustability, not quite as much as the uh, Thrustmasters, uh, but the Logitechs are, are pretty nice. Uh, I believe there's an adjustable tension in this as well. Um, I'm not 100% for sure, but I, I believe there is. And I believe they're adjustable, kind of, you can swing the, the top ends in and out, you know, to place where you want your feet to sit. Um, so there's some adjustability there. Now, again, on the lower end, um, and honestly, it's not really the lower end per se. Um, they're uh, for the price, they're almost the same price as each other. So, given the choice, I would go with the Logitech. But the other Thrustmasters that I have are another good, you know, they're a good basic set if you, you can't find anything else. Um, but for just what's only equates to like 20 or 30 bucks more, you can get the Logitech ones, which I think are nicer. I would go with those. But that's my three picks for the rudder pedals. A matter of fact, I, I don't know if I'll leave a link, but I'll definitely leave the you know descriptions or whatever down in the uh, show notes for you guys to check out if you want to look up uh, any of the products that I'm talking about here today. I also want to mention I'm not sponsored by any of them. Uh, you know, I have a whole mishmash of stuff that I use, so I'm not sponsored by anybody. It's just... Uh, from my experience, this is what I would pick. So, some things probably to look out for. Um, really, on the used market is really where most of your concerns going to come from when you're looking at flight controls, and that's just making sure they weren't tampered with. Most of the time, they have some sort of tag or seal on them. If it's broken, I would probably avoid it because you don't know what they were doing in there, and if it's you know. You know, if they messed it up and it stopped working, you know, even if you pay them $10 for it, it's a waste of your $10. So, you know, just, you know, make sure you, like buying anything online, just make sure you look at it. Make sure you do some research. Um, with any kind of controllers, I mean, there's issues with all of them. Don't get discouraged from buying something just because there's reviews or people complaining about a specific thing that's wrong. So here's what I found. It doesn't matter how high end the, the, the equipment is. There's somebody that got one that just didn't work well. You know, quality control can only go so far. Eventually you're going to get one. Someone's going to get one that just didn't work very good. I also think a lot of the negative comments on these things are people that bought something and didn't, they didn't do the research and thought they were getting something else and were disappointed by what they ended up with because they were expecting something that they were never going to get. I don't know if people were expecting to get a whole aircraft for the price of these things. I, I know that's like a running joke. I'm like, are they shipping the aircraft with it? Um, because the prices are kind of pretty inflated right now with this stuff. But uh, just that's another thing, guys. Just pay attention to what the prices are doing because at the end of the day, you don't want to get ripped off. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care how nice it is. There's a point where it's not worth that money anymore, you know. 
but there's options out there. You don't have to buy. There's options for somewhere else to purchase it from. Newegg's a good site to check. The biggest problem with you know most of these things are just finding them in stock. You know, I, I'm not into the whole politics thing or you know or what's going on. Uh, obviously, there's something wrong with the uh, you know the economic uh, situation here you know there's something with ports going on and can't get products in and out i i don't know all the details but obviously things are getting a little more hard to come by when it comes to stuff like this so it's natural prices are going to go up on things so just be aware of that when you're looking around uh don't get too discouraged by it uh, ultimately the prices are going to come down again eventually so it's all just a matter of timing, you know, right place, right time, right? So just keep that in mind when you, when you guys are looking around. Um, the other, really the only other advice I could have when looking at flight control stuff for your simulator is you really have to, you have to do your own research. You have to go in there and do look up what are like bugs or, you know, fixes, you know, look up. I like to look at the negative comments and try to, you know, piece together what were like legitimate complaints and what were just like, oh, this wasn't the right color that it showed in the picture, you know, stuff like that. But find out what the actual problems are. Go in the forums and look. At the end of the day, you're spending a lot of money on this stuff and, and you want to do some research and make sure it's going to work. And if, you know, there are issues you know what they are ahead of time, so you maybe avoid them. Uh, you know, no matter how much you spend, you, there's going to be bugs and weird things. It's their electronics. I don't know why. Sometimes weird shit happens to them. <laughs> Just keep that in mind. Yeah, I mean, so there's not much there left to talk about. Um, those are my picks. I'm going to leave them in the show notes, uh, like I said, so you guys can check them out if you're interested. There is a whole bunch of other peripheral things, you know, that can be used. There are autopilot panels, radio panels. There's, you know, LCD screens that can be used, you know, for uh, GPSs. Guys, there's a lot of flight sim gear out there. You can literally, if you had nothing but money and time... You can build an entire replica cockpit of almost any aircraft out of flight sim parts. I'm telling you, there's enough out there. There is stuff everywhere. So this is only scratching the surface of just kind of basic controls. There is a lot of other stuff out there. But I don't want to have a (laughs) two-hour... podcast because even that wouldn't cover all of it so just keep that in mind there's a there's a lot out there and um, just just do your research take your time with it and okay guys so that is gonna be it for this week's episode i know i didn't really cover any news i'm gonna save that for uh, next week And hopefully next week's will be on time and released either uh, Friday or Saturday instead of Sunday like this week's episode was. So, yeah, I hope to see you guys on the next episode. 
In uh, next episode really doesn't have a theme or anything particular we're going to talk about. I think we're just going to cover some extra news and just discuss a little bit about the, uh, you know, maybe some more specifics on some of the aircraft that have been released recently in X-Plane and uh, Microsoft Flight Sim. So hope to see you guys there. <laughs>